Hey, yo. Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. And we are back here, and better than ever, on Sunset Flip Radio, your number one podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. As always, I'm your co-host, the $100 man, Thomas Lisi, joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Alex, what's going on? Thursday morning. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. What's up, Tom? Um, I'm home for the week. I had a I had surgery on Monday. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. This guy's had uh, more surgeries. In a hundred and what, two, three episodes now? Yeah. This guy's had a surgery like every 20 episodes. No, I had a... Or, I, or some sort of ailment. I had a double hernia that I had to get fixed, and uh, it's uh, I'm just healing now. So we're taking the opportunity to record on a Thursday morning. Uh, our lives have crossed paths to where we're able to do it in the morning, which is good. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, as we always say in the world of professional wrestling, things can change so much in a week. Things can happen so much in a day. Yeah. Didn't, I, we I said would that say to that, close the show yeah, last week. I would say to that. open the way we're about to open now, it's fucking terrible. It's horrible. I mean, you know, if you look at professional sports out there, everybody, yeah, trades happen in football and baseball and basketball, but... You know, in professional wrestling, because it's so broad and you have so much going on, a lot of things can happen. And unfortunately, the biggest blow to the world of professional wrestling in the community out there is the tragic loss of uh, Scott Hall. Right. Um, if anybody doesn't know who Scott Hall is, number one, you haven't watched wrestling. Number two, <laughs> you, you know, know, I really hope you know. Um, he was known as Razor Ramon. And you must not like pop culture either. Yes. So um, he was known as Razor Ramon in the WWF, and he was uh, known as Scott Hall during his run with the Outsiders, and he was one of the founding members of the NWO during the Monday Night War. And the one who would always take the pins. Did you notice that too? Oh yeah, Scott Hall always took. And he also pins. sold a really good stunner at WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, eighteen. Um, now this this hits people in different ways. Um, I'm thirty. I'll be thirty six. Alex, you're what thirty four. I'll be 34. In You'll June. be 34. So we're kind of in the wheelhouse of when Razor Ramon was huge in WWF when we were kids. Yeah. Um, because he came there in 92 or 3. 90, 93. There were vignettes for a while. Yeah. They and were, now those were... vignettes, man. He's walking down the worst streets in Miami yeah. wearing the $100,000 around his neck. With cameras, you know, obviously. Yeah. Filming all this and at the drop of a dime, although. It, it, yes, it was scripted. Yes, yeah. it was staged. But, you know, he also one tough son of a bitch. Did you know that he actually like killed a man in a bar fight way before he Brick killed started, a guy? Brick killed a guy. <laughs> he started wrestling. Really? And it was like self-defense. So, you know, he was I know he used to be a bouncer back in the day, yeah. too. Um, he he was built like a brick shit house. He, he even was, there his AWA he was days, fucking huge. In his AWA days, man, he had like long hair and a mustache. Like he was a big fuck because he used to he used to team up with Kurt Hennig a lot. I still see those old pictures, AKA and I'm Mr. like, Perfect. Who the hell is this guy? Exactly. I only see him as that five o'clock shadow with the little curly Q in the front mm -hmm. and the mullet, which he made look cool. Um, 
you know, that's all I remember him by. N- never with a, a Magnum fucking Magnum, Magnum look like P. Tom Selleck. Yeah. No, but I mean, during his peak in WWF, you know, we were seven, eight years old, and we kind of gravitated to him because he, it was cool to be cool like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was cool um, to like the bad machismo guy. and dri- dripping machismo and the chains and, and you know and the slick back hair and the toothpick and you know every you know you wanted to walk around your house with a toothpick and throw it in everyone's face and you know he I was did on just a few occasions yeah and I posted something on my Facebook I was like if you've never tried to give a razor's edge to. Mm-hmm. I said a family member, a friend. I said my wife yeah. into a pool or onto the bed. You have not lived. There's only a f- it's funny because we always say that like if you never gave anybody a razor's edge, a stunner, an RKO, a tombstone, or a tombstone, a, a DDT. You know, it's like how many other finishers can you say about that? You know bottom, what I mean? It's like elbow. I can't say hey, you know. If you never gave anybody a bonsai drop, you know what I mean? Like right. the razor's edge was such a cool finisher because you it's just still you just didn't see protected. it, and it's still used. Yeah, I mean, granted, people used it the past couple of days, but you know, as a tribute to him, and you know, they've been using his his catchphrases like "Hey yo" and all that stuff. Survey says. Survey says, but I mean, you know, when you look at wrestlers in the WWF at that time. And, you know, I'm a big homer for guys like Ted DiBiase and guys like Mr. Perfect and guys like Rick Martel. Wow, coincidentally, all guys who never won the big one. Exactly. Now, you put Razor Ramon in that category. I got it. I'll cut you off right there. Out of the ones that aforementioned, Mm -hmm. I think he's number one on that list. It's close with him and Perfect. And Rick Rude. You got to put Rick Rude in there, too. Rick Um, Rude is the three. Yeah. Perfect for me is two. And Razor, again... This isn't just because, yeah, he passed away and then everybody wants to give somebody their flowers when they pass away. You should always do this when people are alive, you know? I mean, this it is true. Sure, even if know? he didn't pass away last week, we said this. We can say this. We said this before, years, like episodes ago, wherever you get your podcast, look it up. Listen to all of our episodes and you will find us talking about how guys like Razor Ramon and Rick Rude and Mr. Perfect never got their time to shine. Right. Because, I mean, yes, it was held, the title was held captive by guys like Ultimate Warrior and obviously right. Hulk Hogan and guys like Bret Hart and Yokozuna at the time. But, I mean, what he did... Now, it's funny because all those Razor guys that we that said... Champion, he, in their Continental Championship multiple times. Yeah, he was a four-time IC in, champ. In a small period, in a small, very small window that four-time he was actually IC champ. in WWF. Yeah. And it's funny because we talk about all these guys that never won the big one, but they catapulted the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship, which is, in my opinion, the, 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 the greatest champion. title in wrestling to be what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go back... Well, we and, got the strap on the wall. We got the strap right on the there. wall. Black if strap. you watch WrestleMania ten. The first ladder match with Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, hands down, it's one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history. And it happened so long ago, and then that still holds up. First ladder match, and it made it seem like they've been doing it for quite some yeah. time. And like everything from his entrance to him, sli- to under to him the, going under the ladder, walk, under the surfer ladder. walk, and both both titles up, and you know Shawn Michaels doing a doing a, a move like. When Shawn Michaels did the splash off the top of the ladder, yeah, that I'm, was... I'm looking at the picture of uh, the caricatures on her wall yeah, over here. Yeah, that was something that, that we never saw before. Now we see that. It's like, oh, okay, I can take a piss break, and you know, if I miss it, it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, that match kind of transcended... Must watch television. 
transcended the ladder match history. Like when people talk about ladder matches in the WWF, everyone talks about, oh, you know, the TLC, da 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 da. Ladder. When you talk about ladder match, everybody talks about WrestleMania 10, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Not and not many people remember that the SummerSlam after that. They had a match. They had a match. They had a rematch in a ladder match with Shawn Michaels won because that's when Shawn Michaels kind of catapulted to where yeah. he got pushed over the the edge of being a babyface. But I mean, what Razor Ramon did for that title and what he did as a face in that company, even though the face at the time that was your champion, which was Bret Hart, he was, was terrible. He was getting over ten times more than Bret Hart ever did. Yeah. And remember that WrestleMania ten. Yeah, remember WrestleMania 10? You had three guys going for the World Heavyweight title. You had Bret Hart, Yokozuna, and Lex Luger, mm-hmm. right? So, WWF dropped the ball, in my opinion, at this time. And, you know, I don't even know if Vince ever said this, but if I ever admitted it. But if you go back to that time where you had Bret Hart, Yokozuna, Lex Luger, and Razor Ramon. You would you would definitely get rid of Lex and insert Absolutely. Razor into that. Yeah. yeah, Lex Luger didn't fit the mold to be a WWF wrestler. Just like how no. Ric Flair at the time didn't work. So short. Yeah, that's From why his run. From the narcissist to, you know, you know American Mr. America. Flag. Yeah. yeah. Once he got paired up with the, as the allied powers with British Bulldog at WrestleMania 11, that was their first tag match, the opening match, that's, that's when you knew it was over. Basically, future endeavors, you know, best wishes, here you go. You know, but... I mean, you know, what what Razor Ramon did for the culture of professional wrestling between, you know, all the media spots that he did, like he he was the cool it was cool to like wrestling because of Razor Ramon. Yeah. It really was. Um He I he would he had to be so you know, again, we're still big into you know, pop culture getting into everybody else into the the you're getting more viewers onto the product. Yeah. By invading pop culture and and at this time one of your biggest people was razor ramon and he was crucial to where the product was in the industry was going at that time like he's definitely a linchpin you know he had two he had one hall of fame career as razor and another when he went in 96 to wcw to start the nwo which changed the business when you think of invasions right everyone thinks about when ECW invaded Raw, that was because Vince McMahon gave them the opportunity right. to basically poach some superstars too. But when you look at when Diesel and Razor both left their contracts to go to a place where they were guaranteed money, which I would have done the same thing if I was them. When he came out on Monday Night Nitro with a bat in his hand and he jumped in the ring and basically gave the promo of all promos saying that we're invading and then Kevin Nash comes, right. that totally changed wrestling. You know my name, but you don't know why I'm here. Yeah. The birth of the NWO with him, Hogan, and Nash obviously changed wrestling because that's how the Monday Night War started. That's how the Attitude Era started. That's how Stone Cold started. That's how wrestling changed, right? Obviously, people say if Stone Cold never that happened. That curtain call at MSG. Oh, yeah. You know, that house show yeah. leading into them showing up on Nitro, I believe, uh, a week or so later, whenever that was. Yeah, Hall was first, and then Nash came two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, that whole invasion angle and then Hogan coming in and the birth of the NWO completely transcended the history of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. When that was, I, was 12, I was 11, 12 years old when that happened. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that was like, you know, like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. You know? Because F- finally, we're, I'm at a point where you have two companies that are trying to grab the brass ring. And it's like they're both just producing great just material that you never saw before. Granted, the wrestling wasn't always the greatest. But, like... Yeah. 
like and it, I think it, it came, made it really feel real. I think, and you just said it because I think it came at a time for us as fans and people, fans of the business in general, that they were kind of sick and tired of seeing caricatures. Yeah. Of wrestling and Again, wanted some realism, and this we were is tired. where it started. We were tired of the of the dumpster man. Yeah, we were tired of the goons. Of, of we were the... tired of the smoking guns. We were tired of these yeah. gimmicks that never really worked. Give us a real gimmick, like and people then, with lifestyles and people with careers. You were tired yeah. of, of being based but, on things like that. Yeah, give us people that didn't have gimmicks. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to call myself a hypocrite because Razor Ramon was a gimmick. But at the same time, Razor Ramon, the way he acted like Razor Ramon, he hit that to the 10th degree compared to was, how yeah. Duke the Dumpster was a dumpster man. I believe that Razor Ramon was from Miami and he was a, you know, that a Latino cool man, Latino guy. I'll tell you what. I thought he was Hispanic for years. Yeah. And to this day, you couldn't tell me otherwise. He's still cool in the Latin you community know? by far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because he... he wasn't representing him technically but mm-hmm. you know everybody assumed he was yeah so it was a great time period. so i mean like when you, when you look he back was playing off that scarface thing which was already 10 years when he oh, started yeah. that gimmick it was already that movie came out in 1980 scarface or, or something about that and it was already like you know not the biggest thing but people knew of it he just played off of it mm-hmm. you know um so just to get a character like that over was was amazing mm-hmm. i one of my favorite things is always the little bit of pyro that they would put behind him and the fireworks going yeah. off or, or the whatever you want to call that you just got excited hit yeah. the microphone yeah i know you've seen that right <laughs> like vince mcmahon on the pat mcafee show yeah the microphone um i love that as he's i doing think he, his... he was one of the first guys to have that because yes. remember when he did his little stomp and... I, I did that when i walked in yeah yeah like i remember you definitely no sold it too they had like the gold <laughs> sparklers yes. behind him when he did that in the ring yeah and um i mean i i can't say anything else about the guy i mean for me and he was matched with one two three kid he put, oh, yeah, he, he purposely put... put sean waltman over and i don't think one two three kid i think he was known as the kid at the time he and was. after that match yeah. where he reversed it or whatever he became known as the one, two, three kid. Yes. Yeah. Again, he's not my favorite, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, Razor Ramon was was one of like my favorite wrestlers growing up. Um, you know, I, I cheered for him. I think I had one. I had one of his T-shirts when I was a kid. Um, you know, and he did. You have the little gold chain with the razor. No, I didn't have that. I had the, I had the yellow shirt that with his face on it. Ah. Uh. But like, you know, when he left to do the NWL granted I was more of a WWE or F guy I still liked him in the NWL yeah before it got all wonky and everybody else was in it oh, you know God. what I mean Every, yeah um, when then, Ted DiBiase ended up in it and then uh, uh, I think for a brief Virgil. period oh yeah fucking Virgil yeah when, uh, when Miss, uh, Miss Elizabeth yeah, was again, in the NWL again Conan and the popcorn guy and the you know the camera guys and <laughs> it you know it's stop but yeah. I mean obviously he had his problems outside of the ring after wrestling and for him to get that fixed with the help of Diamond Dallas Page, you know, really changed his life around. And for him to go out the way he did go out, unfortunately, you know, the way he passed away, it it's was tragic. It was too. tragic because it was a surgery and he had blood clots and he had a heart attack, multiple heart attacks. But I mean, yeah. Um, if you look back on, and he you was, know, he was been sober for almost close to a decade yeah. now. And if then, you know, not to maybe he was sober for even longer than that, but. Like you said, with the help of DDP. Now, let me tell you, DDP will go down as one of the biggest guys outside of the ring that there could ever possibly be because what he does oh, yeah. with former 
wrestlers and, him and, and jake the snake yeah and other um, i'm what guessing he does other for people everybody too. as ambassador basically and he embraces them let mm-hmm. me let me help you and wants to do it doesn't do it in a preachy way he, he didn't get paid to, to help scott hall no he basically i just watched a video of the three of them scott um, <coughs> excuse me. HBO did a special in Real Sports about it. That, I think that might have been yeah. it. It might have been a clip. But it was the beginning or the ending of something, and they were just—he was so thankful. If you watch the so if thankful. you watch the Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, I think it's on Amazon Prime or something like that. It's a documentary about Jake the Snake, but mm-hmm. it leads into his time spent with Diamond Dallas Page, and it also leads into the fact of how Scott Hall is calling Diamond Dallas Page, and Jake's on the phone with him, saying, you know. You know, Dallas, I'm bad. I'm drinking yeah, vodka Dallas. every yep. day. Dallas, I'm bro. taking painkillers and Because you remember, he shit. got fired on the plane ride from hell right after that mm-hmm. because of the whole incident. He was fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was sad that in the WCW, which, you know, this is probably, I don't think many people know this, but there was an angle where he was actually drinking in the ring. There was a gimmick of him, like, drinking. Like, there was a gimmick, I remember, like, Big Show was smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. in the ring i remember and then that. there was a gimmick of scott hall actually drinking alcohol like he had the guy in like a stretch hold and like he would reach over and have a drink <laughs> you know what i mean like it, all of us. but like not many people know that that was his life outside of wrestling yeah i you know? think that you know some of those wcw wrestlers benefited from going to wcw but didn't benefit from what happened while inside of wcw Mm -hmm. and i think being a part of wcw at that height and just how laxed it was and do carefree mentality i think they were kind of hurt by that i mean yeah the money didn't help either sure the money's good guaranteed contracts i mean mean, if if i'm guaranteed less than 100 days a year if i'm guaranteed a a one million dollars sign me up yeah you mean tell me i'm gonna get a million dollars for showing up every monday right and going to a pay-per-view once a month or whatever sure sign me up i'll do anything yeah but i mean that life outside of you know right you don't have to make the towns as much anymore you know what i mean like going from you know, zero to one hundred, and then back the other way again. It's complete different, like mental state mm-hmm. you have to be in. It's crazy. So I mean, unfortunately, it happened, and you know, we wanted to start the show off with that because it had to be said. Yeah, you and I were texting each other as Raw was about to go on air, and Raw putting up the graphic. When that's they when did. I knew because I, I was fo- I was following on Twitter. You're not on Twitter, but no, that's the quickest way for me to get stuff. Even Twitter couldn't keep up, and then they were like, "Oh, I guess WWE confirmed it." I mean Meltzer, and then Sean know, Waltman put up. Uh, yeah. he's gone, guys. He's gone, yeah. yeah, I mean Meltzer came out and said that you know he was on life support after, but breathing on his own. But then that was, was middle of the day, like around yeah that day. And then, yeah, that was Monday. Know, yeah. So again, out there, don't believe what Dave Meltzer says. Everybody out there, Dave Meltzer, if you're listening, you're a scumbag. So, unfortunately, you know, leading into something tragic as this leading into the current culture and state of professional wrestling but hey yo but thank hey, you for yo. everything yeah. well, real quick story before we change the subject I, I told my wife i told aubrey i was like wow this is for me you know we've seen a lot of wrestlers kind of pass yeah. recently of course and some of them have more influences on you and I than others. Absolutely. But I think this one hit me because this one felt like this was definitely one of the guys that I grew up watching. Yeah. Because I told her, I said, one of the first, I said, I'm a me big too. Macho Man fan. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Um, and I love The Rock. Big fan of his too. But 
Razor Ramon is actually one of the first superstars I seen and wanted to watch wrestling for because I remember watching him. It was like 94 on Superstars on a Saturday at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the first people I seen. I don't remember what he was doing. Got, I don't remember it was a match or a vignette. You got your bowl of tricks and you're ready to go. I, I seen him mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, who's this guy? And it got me really intrigued. Who's this cool guy? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, to now that he's not here with us anymore, you know, it, it's crazy. So for me, this definitely hits a little bit home Absolutely. a little bit more because now you're starting to affect – people that I grew up watching, not people that who were in their prime or, or whatever at the time or who had had careers before and then suddenly pass away. Now this is somebody who I've watched for a long time. Now it's different. It is. Yeah. And I mean, I know that. And going forward, unfortunately, you know, we're going to be saying that about a lot. Unfortunately, of you know, unfortunately there'll be a day when guys like Undertaker and Hulk Hogan, you know, and guys yeah. yeah yeah i mean i'm not gonna think about that i'm not trying and to be who morbid. would think fucking rick flair outlived all these other bastards yeah uh, like come on man rick flair superstar billy graham iron Sheik. you know what i mean Sheiky like baby. all these guys but uh you know tra- transcending from something tragic to um you know a positive part of of uh culture of wrestling these days is you know a lot of stuff has been going on obviously um wrestlemania is less than what three weeks away now do you like my shirt i do love that shirt alex is rocking a wrestlemania three intercontinental title match shirt with ricky the dragon and macho man it's a phenomenal shirt thank you Uh, if anyone has never watched that match please watch that right now stop this podcast and go on the peacock and watch that match but then come back but then come back um wrestlemania is less than three weeks away and uh, the WWE tried to swerve, tried to swerve us this past week <laughs> key, key, with uh, uh, the keyword try, where all of a sudden... They did. No. And I'll, no I'll tell Do you, you what, really believe that? I'll tell you why. Let me just say... Are we talking about Raw, first of all? Yeah, I'm talking about Raw. <laughs> okay. They did. I'm, because, talking about you know and, I'm, I'm talking about Rollins and Owens, too. Got it. Yeah. You know why they did? Because they got us to watch it thinking that something was going to happen. Yeah. Because we're in the palm of their hand. Mm-hmm. That's why they got us. Yeah. I Not mean, that they tried to swerve it because, of course, they did. Yeah. They're just waiting and get you in and pulling you even closer. Again, for anybody that doesn't know storylines, if you mean to tell me that you've built up Kevin Owens and Steve Austin for this long. And right, now, right. And now Rollins and Owens is going to fight to see who interviews Stone Cold. Right. Come on. I mean, come on. You didn't want to see the first episode on wrestlemania of freaking speaking with freaking seth rollins come on that was kind of hilarious freaking speaking yeah but i mean obviously it's it's so obvious to me as a wrestling fan i think for everybody else out there that cody rhodes is gonna come everybody thought that he was gonna come because it was in jacksonville he's coming to next week they're in chicago that's fine which is the like the holy girl of AEW. Right, yeah. right. He's not going to show up in Chicago. He's going to show up at WrestleMania. That's fine. Night too. one. Actually. It's got to be night one. Can't be night Well, well they, I mean. They moved AJ and Edge to night one, I think. Did they? Yeah, I think they moved it to night one. Oh, man. They had to because night one had nothing on it. Uh, damn right. I mean, no offense to the women's matches, but I mean, besides the two women's matches. I got to be honest. I'm not excited for Ronda and Charlotte. Neither Just am I. Just throw that shit away. Neither am like, I. I really but, don't give a damn. again, I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte wins. Just because I, she's the best. I don't care. I don't care who wins either way because it means nothing to me. I did. I did enjoy Charlotte beating the shit out of her at the end of SmackDown. Again, though. she beat her ass up in the car yeah. in the parking lot. Like yeah. They got her again. Similar to just the like triple being threat. In NXT in the in the parking lot. Yeah. Just don't go in the parking lot. Yeah, parking lot's undefeated. And similar to when Becky Lynch 
Yep. And Charlotte was involved with the whole cop car and everything, getting arrested. Yeah, well, it's a, the almost the same angle. angle that they did when they ran for uh, on WrestleMania 35. Sorry. Yeah. Fidgety. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania 35, where Ronda was in the cop car, leaning out, and then Charlotte kicked her like through, through the window, kind mm-hmm. of messed up the door or whatever. And then they almost broke the glass. Same, too, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. But I mean, I really enjoyed Charlotte beating the shit out of her because the week before Ronda did, and then, well, Ronda you know, deserves to get arrested. And then, and, and, then, and then she got the receipt back. Yeah. So it's kind of level playing field, which is perfect because it's less than three weeks to mania. But you know what takes me out of it? Ronda's promos. I think Ronda really could benefit from sort of woman heel manager. Like if if Sonya Deville was helping Ronda out, and and not kind of in between with Charlotte, which kind of still doesn't make any sense anyway. I think it would be better off because she needs somebody to help her there because she can't do it on the microphone. Cause Rhonda sounds way too scripted. God. I think we know that. Yes. I think everybody knows that. Please. I think that's never going to change because, again, wrestling She's Ronda Wrestling is entertainment. You know, people, when, when you're in the performance center, you go there to learn how to wrestle, but you learn how to be an entertainer at the same time. Right. But even some of them in the performance center can cut better promos. I see better promos on NXT. Yeah. You know? From some people. By some people. No, I'm not saying everybody, yeah. but, you know, you can some pick people. and choose. Yeah. You're right. You can pick and choose. Um, the way that WrestleMania is leading up, they announced some more matches, but I think that... Night one needs help. The only match that hasn't been announced, because it's going to be day of, in my opinion, I still think you'll see a men's battle royal. I still think you'll see a women's battle royal. And I still think you'll see Rollins against Rhodes. But besides that, I think we might be done. Uh, they're going to announce the Raw Tag Team match, which is going to be a triple threat. Yeah. You have to throw Alpha Academy back in there. Yeah. Personally, they should just get the championships back. You think so? Yeah. Why? Because it's better when the heel and tag team has it. Because the yeah. RK Bro thing, I'm good. You know, you kind of know they're not long for this world, meaning like they're waiting, you know, eventually... They're waiting to split them. Right. You know, and it's either... There's no better time than to start it at Mania. And then, yeah, and you then have I, mean? Go, I mean, if you start at Mania and you have it go to SummerSlam, that's four months. That's fine. That's that's the average. Four months for a feud now is our average and right in the wheelhouse now. Anything longer, it's probably main event uh, you know, like goes in the main event. And it's probably around like Survivor Series going into Mania time like we always do where you can come and go with certain things, you know, stuff like that. But that feud the four month lead in is perfect but i mean to be honest if you start building that feud now but somebody's got to get like off tv for a little bit that way you kind of that a couple weeks yeah riddle and rk and riddle and orton can probably be almost the main event of SummerSlam if you build up the right way because yeah you know the way that randy orton turned from a heel to a face and didn't get along with riddle for the first two months and then you know, and finally they pose in the ring together and they're tag team champions and they lose it and then they get it back in a great match with a huge pop. You know, they're fan favorites because they're, they are carrying Raw right now Absolutely. because we are seeing... Their our, segments are, are so long. We are seeing our WWE champion, mm-hmm. right, being banished to SmackDown because of who he's facing in Roman Reigns. Right. We're not going to see Brock Lesnar on Raw. Brock Lesnar no has need no need because, to be on because Raw. Because Roman won't come to Raw. Yeah. So there's no point. There's no point in bringing Brock to Raw. Let's bring Brock to Fox, where I'm going to get more viewers on Fox right, and, and to, right. to get and, that and popularity more than match. a couple bills in there, Absolutely. Too, you, know? you know what I mean? So now look at Raw. Now you have... Now, since Becky... Say Becky didn't come back, that means that your top feud is your tag team title belt. 
because Becky was off TV for a little bit with, yeah. with Bianca. And then she came right? back. What have we been week, seeing but... on Raw? We've been seeing, you know, the story of Seth Rollins. We haven't seen Stone Cold yet. Right. right? I don't think you're going to see Stone Cold. Another person you're not going to see until Mania. No. Because it wastes the pop. It does. Um, You do have the next people we're going to get into is, is Edge, though. That blue light, the the promos that here are cutting, those are devious. Like, he looks like a I don't like the music. Villain. Do you like the music? The Alter Bridge music? I think it's pretty cool. I do like it. Yeah. It's his it's new definitely music. Definitely different. Yeah. It's less, like, showy. Um, and just, I think it fits the character that he's he's morphing into right now. You know, the old, he started, I think, the promo with, uh, you think you know me. And you know what? Where he went with his promo actually tied into what he first said. I hope we Don't. see AJ back next week. Yeah, because remember we said two weeks. Two weeks. Well, they announced it. <laughs> they said it. They they said that he's supposed to be back on this supposed Monday show. To. Right, right. Yeah. I, I mean, in what capacity? Exactly. Live via a tape segment or no. whatever. You know what I mean? Like he'll show up. If he shows up, he shows up. They're gonna. Somehow start but fighting each other before Mania. He has like, to, the yeah. the face has to get some sort of comeuppance to get you to mm-hmm. kind of bite into it a little bit more. Make me believe the feud by having the face get over a little bit. Right. Maybe we'll see the good old. They start fighting. Everyone empties from the from the back. The security guards can't stop it. The wrestlers can't stop it. You know what I mean? Although Something like that. I here here's my thoughts on this, and this might be a hot take. I think Edge should go over. And continue the feud out a little bit more, because it is way too new. And if this gets rolling, this could pick up a lot of steam and go. Well, for this a while. has this has WrestleMania backlash written all over it, in my uh, opinion. Of course. Um, Second to last. Do the, I, before do the main do event. I want to see who goes over? Ugh, I don't know. No, that, 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 that's not, just my I'm opinion. Not, I'm, I'm just getting that vibe, determine. and I'm okay with it because, uh, you know, yeah, they're going to burn the pay-per-view. They're going to burn WrestleMania and just push it to the next one. Um, but then you also have more weeks to tell a, a better story. I mean, I'm a huge – I am a huge – Because Edge's AJ turn Styles, is just so sudden. It literally happened at the beginning of this month. Then at the beginning of next month is Mania. So there and AJ's been off of TV for two weeks and Edge has been cutting promos for two weeks. Well, AJ's so, been off TV just to sell. It. He was off TV before. Yeah. Then I think he had like a match in like three weeks or so. Then and then probably somehow he shows. was he was in the chamber too. Yeah, he was in the chamber, so mm-hmm. that's probably the last time I remember personally seeing him. Mm-hmm. So he was in that match off TV, came back to to challenge Edge, and then he's out for now two. I weeks. think he's out just to put the new character of Edge over too. Well, well, that's yeah. my point. That's what that's they're what trying I'm to do. At. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're trying to they're trying to get the viewers to de- to define what Edge's new gimmick is. And go figure. Technically, it's a new gimmick. And go figure that they're using. It's not AJ the rated Styles. R superstar anymore. Yeah, they're using AJ Styles, a, a seasoned vet who we've always wanted to see this kind of a dream match mm-hmm. to get over an Edge as a new character or a new tweak in his persona. Um, you know, I find that pretty funny but i mean again it goes back to how well the other person is like if you look at edge's feud with seth rollins the reason why that match was voted match of the year last year in wwe.com is because seth rollins is a universal talent and he put edge over in that kind of way Mm -hmm. 
AJ Styles, same category, mm-hmm. same universal talent, to where I he can be off for two to three weeks just to get Edge's new character over. And pick and up the fans, the fans will definitely not remember that he was off for two to three and weeks once, he, once his music hits. Yep. He's that universal talent that the WWE needs. Yeah. That's what differs him from everybody else. You, That's you what differs what him like from... You know what I like about the Edge promos is they're using – that same promo given the exact same way I think benefited from that blue light as opposed to them doing like red. You know they like to use obviously those two colors. Red would have just been like, what the hell are you doing? I've seen this before with the steel cages. The blue was a little different. Blue's darker, I personally think, than the red. Um, gave off good lighting and stuff like shit like that matters. Well, plus the way he's presented. Plus red. I mean, he was like, even with his and feuds for raw. SummerSlam you know I mean? when so, he came out as the Brood, he had all the all the red lighting and yeah. stuff like that. Red could be considered his past. Yeah, you know, in a sense, because there's always been some form of red in whatever he's had going on there. So, um, and now you know, taking up this other color. It's funny how colors just matter. You know, little f- stupid things like that that change the story that's the thing that that see those are the small little minute details that not many people notice yeah right that i think he has a lot to do with too i think edge if this is what he wants to do or not i don't know and maybe he's even doing it now i think he would be such a great um producer in the back Mm -hmm. for for men for women for for every little thing because every little thing that he does there's subtleties to everything that matters, and it culminates all into the presentation that he's giving you. Remember, there's only... And ever s- since he's gotten yeah. back, it's just been really muscle... For me, I mean, I know you're not an Edge guy. We've had this conversation yeah. multiple times. Not my times, favorite but wrestler, but, you know. I appreciate what he does. So do I. And I, I mean, I, I appreciate what he does. Right um, what was I going to... I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. No, I totally forgot what I was going to say. We were talking about Edge. We were talking about... You know, the way the show's presented, things yeah. like that. Yeah. No, no, I wanted to mention that just like Edge, right, those little small details is what, you know, the blue light and what Edge is trying to say is what WWE wants the fans to learn and to gather, right? Another thing, you know, leading from Edge to another few, which isn't getting a lot of talk because it's kind of being built in a different way is Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Yeah. So you had Finn Balor go over on Priest mm-hmm. to win the title. Damian Priest has his heel turn, right? You give him a couple weeks to get the heel turn, then he beats Balor clean. So, what does this mean? Okay, if I'm a casual fan, all right, so Finn Balor and him are going to wrestle at WrestleMania, everything's going to be fine and dandy, we'll have a U.S. title match. No. What that means is Damian Priest is going to wake up the demon inside of Finn Balor, and we're going to see the demon versus Damian at WrestleMania. Are you mad at it? I am not mad at it at all. I think that we're going to see a different Damian Priest. I think he's going to come out with a different look, though, for this because he, he really, he really never crossed, like you know, the the Damian side and the Priest side. He never, he yeah. never really he never went, had that subtle tweak. Yeah, he never really changed yeah. his look to go to yeah. the Damian uh, side, other than add way more eye makeup than he needed. Yeah. he needed to. Yeah, um, he, he's out there looking like uh, uh, what is it, David Carr? What are the Carr brothers? On the Raiders, What's Derek Carr. Derek Carr. He's out there looking like Derek Carr right now. Yeah, he wears a lot of uh, eye paint. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, obviously, we've all seen Finn Balor turn into the demon. We saw it when he was in NXT when he first started. We've seen him when he won the Universal Title because he's the first Universal Champion ever. I'm tired and of hearing I'm that. Tired of it hearing doesn't that. matter until he wins it again. Yeah. 
So, maybe that's a setup down the yeah. line. So uh, one can hope. They're building this feud, I think, in the right way, but I think that they shouldn't announce the match for WrestleMania earlier because you know what's coming. Uh, I got it. You know well, what I mean? Maybe that's what happens on Monday. Yeah. I think a lot of also Monday, too, had a lot to do with Scott Hall, too. A little yeah. bit of that was swayed for that reason. I see, but if wh- that was the direction they wanted to go, it actually, unfortunately, what, what it kind of fit. What have been a good thing would have been as soon as Finn Balor lost that match. When you come back from commercial, say Adam Pierce has decided that Damian Priest, because he beat Finn Balor on Raw, yeah, he's going to get his a, a, mm-hmm. a, a United States title match at WrestleMania. Right, right. So who do you want to go over in that match? In that match? Yeah. Oh, I love both of those guys, but I definitely Finn for the win right there. Yeah. For sure. Finn Balor has to go over that match. You know why? I just feel like there's so much more that we could get from Finn. I'm glad that he's a champion. I just want him to be a universal champion or WWE champion. It's it's going to be crazy because the WWE has thrown all their chips in the pot with this whole champion versus champion match. I heard that it doesn't matter because the next time on Raw, they're going to just do something and bring the championship back anyway. So then what's the point? What do you mean? If you're not merging the championships... Well, they're going to have to. Then what are you doing? Well, there's been talks of where it could just... He's going to win it. Similar like uh, Becky Lynch, right? Two belts back. Yeah. For what, two weeks? Yeah, or you, whatever, a pay-per-view you, at least. You sold the four million shirts that you wanted to with right. with, with two belts, Becky, and whatever it was. Becky, yeah. two belts. Becky, two belts. You yeah. sold your four million shirts, and now you're back to civilization, back right. to life, back to reality. But then who, yes. who benefits from that? Who benefits you know what I mean? from what? Being well, a I'm champion saying, like so that? So, like, Roman, obviously, is going to win, I, I yeah. would assume. Um, he's going to have it for two. What, is he going to just drop it because one day he doesn't feel like it? Because you know he's not going to lose one. No. You know, do you, lose. here's a hot take that I heard someone mention the other day. Do you take Roman Reigns's run and compare it to when Triple H was dominating the WWE? No, there was a different. Remember level. when? Remember there was Triple a different H, level of remember dominance. Remember Triple H was Triple dominating. H, he was he, burying people at the same time. I think that's the biggest. Yeah, difference. but isn't, isn't Roman burying people? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think Cesaro, Kevin Owens. Now hold on a second. Cesaro, Rey Mysterio. No, no, those are those are. I don't think those are good, worthy enough okay. uh, burials. Let's say because they're going on to do other things. Cesaro, on the other hand, wasn't a made man before that, and wasn't made after. Obviously, he was a made man before. Endeavor. Agree to disagree there, yeah. but um, no, I don't. To answer that question, which you posed, no, I don't think it's on that level because. Like Hold, I said, holding the company hostage, being champion. He's not the one. I don't think he's the one holding it. Cha- I, mm-hmm. you know, he's just a product of whatever. I mean, obviously, he's not the he's not the boss's son-in-law. Let let me tell. Let me let me put it this way, right? Mm-hmm. Tribal chief Roman Reigns isn't on that Triple H level. If this was the same Roman face Reigns, Roman Reigns, face Roman Reigns, that shoving we down all, our throat. Thank you. Yeah, that Roman Reigns absolutely would be on this that level. This Roman Reigns. Different, different situation. Well, yeah, you can take it for what it is, but when you think about it, you know I'm right. When 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 Triple H had his huge when his when he had his global takeover, yeah, for a de- uh, literally like a decade, for a decade, yeah, and then Tom, he won every title, basically almost every match he was in. You're talking about burial, he buried Booker T, and then Booker T, well, and, and then you know Booker T became Booker King Booker, T, right? Yeah. yeah, 
Which was still a great game. I love King Booker. Oh, uh, King Booker. And, he and was Queen champion. Trimel right? is going into the Hall of Fame. For no reason. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Really? Big Van Vader's in. And Sid. Sid's not officially in. Ah, uh, well. He's Vader's probably got to accept it. Good for Vader, though. Vader's Although in. Although they should but, have done it in New Jersey. But, but you mean to tell me that Queen Charmel, who, no, who never no. once no. won a title, no. who never once wrestled a match, who was a manager for like two in, years. She's in and Elizabeth isn't. I mean, yeah, you're right. Miss Elizabeth's not in it? Nope. I don't think so. No. I think she's in it. She is? She might be. Use the Google on that one. Dial that one up. I think Miss Elizabeth. How is The Rock not in it yet? And do you hear about this for next year? They're saying Batista is going to be the headliner I, I, for I next just, year? I just read that uh, yesterday at some point. Dirt sheets I'm swimming through. But, like, <laughs> you mean to tell me that Queen Charmel is in it and The Rock is not in the Hall of Fame yet? You know what I mean? It's it's just so funny how they do this stuff. And how is Demolition not in the Hall of Fame either? You mean to tell me you have the Bushwhackers bringing up Demolition in the Hall of Fame? Okay. No, she's not in. Miss Elizabeth's not in the Hall of Fame? Nope. Wow. The First Lady of Wrestling. As Gorilla Monsoon once said. And Demolition's not in because of the backstage stuff between Demolition and WWE guys. That, that They yeah. want they want to put the Steiner brothers in. I've seen, but... Because you know why. Because of Braun, Braun Breaker. Breaker. Yeah. They have no problem inducting one of the, the Steiners alone. Rick? No, it has to be both. Right, it has to be both. Because without Rick, you don't have Scott. Yeah, I mean Scott had a better career in WCW where he was a world heavyweight champion. Yeah, at the tragedy, at the tragic end of WCW when no one watched. <laughs> You're right. But and then went over to yeah, TNA. Rick, cuts pro yeah, Rick, <laughs> Steiner Steiner Man. Man. <laughs> Rick can't go in by himself. Granted, it doesn't matter if he's Braun Breaker's father. Yeah, you know it. It you just can't do that. He doesn't have his own career. He doesn't. To, yeah, because without Scott, Rick is nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can say that for a lot of people, but. You know, no, I wanted to bring up the Triple H Roman Reigns comparison because, like, when you look at it on paper, the the reign of terror that they both were on is kind of the same length, right? And the way that they were beating people was kind of the same, kind of. You know what I mean? Roman Reigns has been very dominant. Granted, he had... I mean, I didn't like how he was so dominant at the beginning and then, like, he needed help from his family to get over the little bit in the middle. But now he's back to being dominant. Yeah. Right back to beating guys like Goldberg. I mean, whatever Goldberg, but you know, he is gonna win at WrestleMania. He is gonna beat Brock Lesnar. I think he's gonna beat Brock Lesnar clean. I think WrestleMania ends. <clears throat> WrestleMania ends the same way the Madison Square Garden show ended. No, no. WrestleMania ends with Brock Lesnar going up the ramp and the Rock coming down. Mm, man, man, my pants got wet. That's that's how you win WrestleMania. Yeah. That that that's simply put. That's how you do it. I mentioned this. We we did mention it the yes. other day, but I wanted to say it again. Yeah. Good. That's how you do it. You build up the feud. And you don't have to do anything. And I, no. that's what I said. No. I said that's what's going to happen and all he's got to do is or the music just hits mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, hell, you know what I missed the long time? You can book the Where match. The, yeah. Real quick. Real quick before yep. you give me the, You can book the match. Just like you booked Cena and The Rock, because guess what? It doesn't matter if the if Roman's champion next year, because you have a whole buildup. Because remember when The Rock and Cena wrestled? Okay, Rock versus Cena. It could have been for the championship, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't. You know right. what I mean? Roman can be champion for another six months, but guess what? Six months after that, at next year's WrestleMania, he's facing The Rock, whether non-title or not. Right. So it that, doesn't matter. It's so that's the, that's the way. Yeah. That's the way of taking the belt off of Roman. 
the easy way mm-hmm. and still getting your main event, which will be your main event. It doesn't matter, no pun intended, it doesn't matter who the champion is at WrestleMania if it's not Roman Reigns next year. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns versus The Rock will the main, main event. event the entire weekend. The yep. entire year of next of professional wrestling in the, in the year of 2023, if you get Dominated The Rock to wrestle, that would be the biggest match, in my opinion, since The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Yeah. The last huge match was Rock Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Honestly. Because it was your changing of the guard. Mm-hmm. Right? You had a guy who held WrestleMania hostage for the first nine years. <laughs> I know. He really did. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He was... Now, the only reason why he lost WrestleMania 6 is because he was filming a movie. Right. So that's why they went with the Warrior. Even though the Warrior kind of sh- shot himself in the foot, he never got over as much as Hogan did, and he held Started the WWF hostage because yeah. he demanded yeah. too much. But you had, you had a guy who basically ran WrestleMania for nine years against the future with The Rock. That was the last biggest match in WrestleMania history, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, you can say Taker and, and, and Shawn Michaels. It's different, okay? Mm-hmm. It's different, right? There's, there's levels to that. It's levels to that, yeah. honestly. But you can book it now. You can book it on that day, April 3rd, for next year's WrestleMania in Hollywood, where The Rock lives, where he's basically doing his life in Hollywood. Yeah. That's the, how you do Young it. Rock just uh, came back on. Yeah, that's on how you do it. Tuesday. You know, and, and then. And Young Rock and where they are with the show. I don't know if you watch it. I haven't watched Starting one episode next, of it. Next ep- you got it. I haven't watched on, one dude. episode of Young Rock. It, you'll love it. Um, next week is where he kind of dips his toe where he wants to become they start telling the story of seven seven bucks oh, okay and they kind of get has there where he has he has he dwayne, met his wife he met danny uh danny already just has now. dwayne johnson been on the show every episode every episode he's on it so he tells the story from it's 2032 the year is 2032 he's running for president and this one guy randall park uh is comedian the asian guy yeah yeah he's following him around trying to and he has like a sit-down interview with him and then he meets him in his house and then slowly but surely they become friends although he's still trying to get the scoop and trying to get his takes on him possibly becoming president that's how it is you know it's funny um so that's that's the premise of the show so you see him every week when they cut to today Mm -hmm. and you know so he has a couple lines in the show each week yeah, beginning, middle, of end, because he's always telling the story. There's always okay. a theme around the episode, which his character, who's running for president, it's like flashbacks. He's playing himself, yeah. right? And he goes into one minute. He'll be talking about um, Dewey when he's little. He's always Dewey. Um, that's what they called him. He he's a, a kid. Then he is a high schooler, and then he's in college, and now. Um, they they talk about the his, football, yeah. his football career. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they did that a lot last season. Now he tried out for the Stampeders, didn't make the team. He's on the practice squad. Um, and then he's deciding on whether or not he wants to do that or not. And next week's episode, he's going to decide. Older Rock is going to decide to you know, become a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And his dad apparently didn't want him to. And it's just really good because it, it cuts in and out of things, but you don't feel like they jump around a lot. That's good. Yeah, yeah I just never watched one episode. You, you, had, got, had, you got a lot of time today. Just yeah. pick, up, pick up an episode or two. I mean, two NCAA and... tournament starts, so I mean, I'll be watching most of that. But, I, mean, um, I got to get into it. I, I don't know. But go ahead. It's fun. Um, I mean, that's just that's just the easiest way for the WWE to book it, and that's a, probably the smartest way for them to book it. It's two years But booking. here's the thing, though. Apparently, as I was 
rummaging Bath- the dirt sheets <laughs> as I was bathing this morning in the dirt sheets. Someone close to The Rock said that the match that he had with Cena at WrestleMania 29, he did get hurt and he needed a surgery based off of it. And that was, what, eight years ago? So they don't know if he wants to wrestle again. Um, yeah, everybody knows that he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because of, of Hollywood, Hollywood and what he's doing. Correct. Yeah. They don't want him to. If it's in between a movie, which this guy's always doing something, so it's never in between I something. I think Black Adam is done, right? Is Black should Adam be, done? They should have wrapped already, yeah. So Black yeah. Adam is done, which technically. Which is his, his brainchild since the time That's, of him versing Cena yeah. is when that idea came up. He wanted up, to be Black Adam for like seven years. Yeah, for an eternity. So... That's done. That's a, that's his love letter to the business right mm-hmm. now for 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 Hollywood. Maybe maybe he'll make Moana too. I don't know. I hope so. I never saw Moana. Oh, one. you got to watch it first. Yeah, maybe so maybe 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 he'll do something like that. But again, that's not as it's obviously. It's just voice acting. Yeah. you can be hurt. Yeah, yeah, you laid can be up hurt. on a couch. So maybe this is the time. Maybe this is the time. Now remember when he faced. He's not filming Jungle Cruise yeah. and another Jumanji he, and a this or that. When he faced John Cena, he had his first match at that year's Survivor Series when it was him and John Cena against R Truth and The Miz. Mm-hmm. So that was. Yeah, I forgot R Truth was bad for a while. That was six months after yeah. the WrestleMania match was announced. So to get back into that shape, maybe this is how you do it. Yeah. Maybe we'll see The Rock. And you don't have. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have like, to. So. Before we got onto this diatribe, what I was saying was all he has to do is hit the music. He doesn't even have to be there. Just show him on the 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 video board. Uh, he's got to be there. Yeah. He's got to be there, man. He has to show up. Because there will be so many more times down the line where that's what they're going to yeah. want to do because he can't. Now, if he does show up, it's going to be a huge pop. I want I want to be the first to say that if. If he comes back in some capacity, I want I I hope that they put it into a show some way. That would be very parallel. What, like Young Rock? Mm-hmm. Because the way the show pans out right now, with them starting the second season just the past day or two, next year at this time, the show should be coming back for a, a third season around Mania season. And WWE likes it because it's a NBC thing. They like to push the show while... Uh, while Raw's on it, oh, yeah. like that, so yeah, they'll push or it. they like to promote it in some way. So, it business sense, mm-hmm. it's all right there for you. It's just how you lay the cards down. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna happen. So, get ready, ladies and gentlemen, because it's gonna happen. What yeah. What you said about the women's matches before, something that I, that I want to just talk about and give my opinion on. I don't feel the the sizzle behind it. Nope. Like I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't feel, feel anything. I I had. I don't feel nothing with these women matches no um just because i know that charlotte may have to play second fiddle to ronda coming back and you know why because i think we're missing more important well the storytelling lacks because they're not telling any stories barely or giving any time the story of the story of bianca and becky is just it's kind of one-on-one there, there's your longest feud. Mm-hmm. It started at SummerSlam. It's going to culminate in WrestleMania, which we Christine, had talked about the day after. Christine SummerSlam brought this up, off. and I want to hear your opinion on it. She's like, "What happens if they decide like to loosen her weave a little bit and they pull it out?" Well, somebody was talking about it could be like a hair versus a, a braid versus 
whatever match or something. You know, they like to do little wonky things like that. But like a match, I mean, that'd be a good way for she Becky to win. She doesn't have the braid in real life. No, no, she no. Does she has have longer hair, longer but I mean, hair. it's not like that. No. You know, I mean, that braid's almost they hitting might, the floor. There might be a stipulation where she can't use it because that's how it's been portrayed as a weapon. They keep mentioning that. Obviously, the whip from a few weeks ago, which I mean, was she crazy. used it last year when to, to beat Sasha. She did. Yeah. Yep. So because of that, maybe Becky's like, I seen what she did last year. That ain't flying this year. And that's part of the stipulation. You know, they like to do contract signings and yeah. stuff like that. But I wouldn't so. be surprised if Becky did go over, which I think she will on Bianca mm. because Bianca, I think, had her time last year. And I think Bianca. Wow. I think what they're trying to do with Becky is they're trying to put Becky over and the best woman to face Becky is Bianca because she's the best woman on Raw. Because there's no Bailey. Because there's nobody else. You mean, okay, yeah, you tried Dewdrop. That was Royal Rumble. Becky won. Rhea Ripley isn't there yet. I, right. I think I think Belair is going over. I don't think really? you, I don't think you can tell the story any other way. Where where they go afterward, obviously there's WrestleMania backlash. So let's skip to that and then let's say where do they go from that point? I have no clue. There's gotta be somebody returning. There's gotta be a new face here. <clears throat> Maybe we get a Io Shirai or a call up or something. You know, like I'm 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 Really digging in the pot here, trying to pull something. I'm really out. digging in the pot. You know, I need Oscar back on my TV screen. Oscar's gonna come back soon, and I need Sasha Banks to have a program that's actually worthy. That's not a um tag team championship match because I think. That's well, I mean, a, I think the other that's a waste of her talent, and she's not long for WWE anymore. She's she's going to Hollywood. Who Sasha? Yeah. You know, with what she's doing and, and who she is and, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, she she is turning into the female rock. Yes. Right? But, I mean, she's marketable. I mean, that's, She is. She has know? the look. She has everything that you need. You know, she's a good wrestler, obviously. But, you know, how long does she want to wrestle for? How long do they, do they really think that she can keep it up? Or she, you know, how long does she think that she can do it? So, but I mean, like, I don't know. I think something with, I think what they have with Becky Lynch right now is just a comfortable stranglehold of that title belt. Yeah. Until Bailey comes back. Because I think Bailey's going to go to Raw, in my opinion. Well, she, she's desperately needed on SmackDown, though. But, maybe you put Oscar on SmackDown. That's fair. Because Ronda's, Ronda's not going anywhere, apparently. Ronda's staying for a little bit. Oh. Well, good for her, then. So, unfortunately, with that, Ronda that's staying... That's to me. I mean, that's not a bad thing. With, she, with Ronda she staying... She can't just yeah. come and go. Like, I, yeah. I can't. I'm, I'm over stuff like that. But... It's WrestleMania There's season. so many... <clears throat> I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, there's so many other women out there. And, like, I, you know, you mentioned Asuka, Bailey coming back. What happened to Shotzi? Like, she didn't get a push. and that Shotzi's milk carton now, man. I know. Shotzi's going to be... Best she wishes, had a lot of yeah. stuff. Her father passed away. I think Shotzi's future um, endeavors soon. I hope not. They're I gonna, think she's got a lot of talent. And, and I think they're going to make cuts after WrestleMania. They always do. Who they do you always. see them cutting? I mean, Shotzi's one. Aaliyah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, Drew Gulak. Shelton Benjamin. Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... You get you get slimmer just trying to be real, you know what I mean? No, trying I know, to be real I know. about it. You're getting slimmer right. and slimmer, man. There's nobody else on there. Yeah, I mean, they're you're cutting to not replace. That's it. No, the the build up with the and women's you still matches. Get those people on TV. Yeah, the build up with the women. I mean, I think they're doing a really good job of building 
Ronda and Charlotte to be main event night one because that's their big focus on night one. Yeah, and I like think, if if I you think look at the night one card, I think the the night Becky one, match yeah. opens night two. No, Becky's night one. They're both on the same day. They're both on the same yes. day. I think Becky and Bianca opens up WrestleMania possibly. Mm. Yep, I think that that may be the first match at WrestleMania: Becky versus Bianca. It's not going to be the Mysterios against Logan Paul and the Miz. No. It's not going to be fucking uh, Knoxville a, and a, Zane. Yeah. No, that, it's, that's it's, uh, it's terrible. I why? Th- I think they don't benefit from that booking, putting them first. I, why? They say you either want to be first or you want to go on last, but still. Yeah. But, I mean, if you start the show with two women, you end up with I two women. I know it's Ronda Rousey. That, I get yeah, it. That's why. But, like, I don't know. It's terrible. The build-up. Especially when the build-up for that, for the Sasha, not the Sasha, um, for the Lynch match is ten times better than the the Ronda match. Yeah, I guess. I, I just because there's time to it. You I know? mean, you do have a history with SummerSlam. Twenty six seconds. We all know that story. I th- I think the what what sways me that way is I just don't like the promos that Ronda gives. They're one sided. They don't mean anything. She can't deliver them. That's why Charlotte's that, carrying it. That takes me out of. What Charlotte is if, carrying it could be great if it was done a different way. Charlotte is single handedly carrying this this program herself. Yeah, and she knows that. And she had to. And be fine she with it. she had to be told that yeah. because she knows that on paper. I mean, she an untrained eye like us, we could have told you. That. She trumps Ronda in every aspect: wrestling, talking, look, everything. Well, Charlotte, that, that all that you saying that means she's gonna go over. Who? Uh, Ronda's gonna go over now. She might. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them, man. I would not put it past them to put Ronda Rousey as the next SmackDown Women's Champion, and then to feed people to her. Like that's what I'm not. Charlotte's a 13-time champion, which means that she's lost 12 times. Yep. Okay. I mean, she's gonna win it Charlotte for the 14th. Is the definition of rebounding and affording a loss. Simple as that. Yep. And she is gonna main event night one, and Becky and Bianca is gonna open night one, hands down. There's no other match on night one because because the way that they're booking it. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm Everything gonna... is going to be sandwiched in between. It, it's going to be tough because the match placement, remember, my favorite thing to talk about, when this card is officially set, we really won't know. I I think to that after that SmackDown, like the 20, March 20-something, 20 mm-hmm. that SmackDown. After that SmackDown, we'll know what the card's going to be. I don't think we're going to know how it's going to play out with this match placement because however right. they do it. Here's here's night one WrestleMania. Okay, you pulled it up. Okay, as of right now. Tentatively. Tentatively. This is this is this is night one. <laughs> totally. Uh, hey, totally. Hey, totally. Um, Charlotte versus Ronda, Becky and Bianca. In no particular order, by the no way. No order. Drew versus Corbin. Dominic, oh God, I forgot. The Mysterios Jesus against Christ. the Miz and Logan Paul. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship match and the KO show. That's night one. Right. And not. Do a, you open a... with Stone Cold? Just like how they opened up WrestleMania 30. I feel bad for the people to follow that one. Exactly. Do you open up WrestleMania with Stone Cold? Man. And people, the, o- the people only, are going to be clamoring for the it. Only Once match, they know what's official, yeah. if you start out with the KO show, people are it, it, you're going to start hot. No matter yeah. what, you got to start them off. 
you gotta you can't blow their load, but you gotta get them going. Yeah, I mean the only match that is not determined is the Raw tag team match, and when Priest and Balor gets in. Yeah. So when to be honest, I think Priest and Balor might be pre-show. Maybe. Remember, there's gonna be pre-show. Well, remember, I mean, no matter what, you're inside of a dome, so you don't anything dark. You can just play with lights. Yeah. You know things like that actually don't matter like they did when they were in Tampa. And then night two, as of now, it's Roman Brock Edge Styles tag team match, women's tag team match, a triple threat. See that Edge Styles could open. Sami Zayn against Knoxville, McAfee versus Theory. That's night two. Mm. Edge Styles could open night one. Personally, if it gets bumped to night one, yeah. For some reason, this is this is what I think is going to happen. There's a I, lot. There's a lot of stuff on there. I think it's not bad. It's I not think, a bad card uh, when you think about it. I think it. Becky and Bianca open. Okay. And then the the second match is going to be your singles match with McIntyre and Corbin. And then I think you go tag team, then you put Austin. And then in you the, put the, in the middle of the show. Yeah, and then you put your celebrity match after that, and then you go uh Charlotte versus Ronda. Mm. Damn, so you're going to have the celebrity match they did it with Bad Bunny. Co-main event. They did it with Bad Bunny last year. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, they did. I didn't realize it. Last year's WrestleMania seems so far away. Like, I, don't, I, I remember... Remember last year's WrestleMania, The Fiend and Randy Orton open night two. Yeah. yeah. Remember how that ended. That, yeah. yeah, last year seems so far away, like, where I feel like the one we went to in New York seems like it was yesterday. I mean, that was a fucking... That, that was a marathon. That was a great day. That was a great day. Uh, you're going to miss... Uh, it's it's going to be me and my wife in uh, L.A. next year. Yeah, I can't. Tear, tearing up California. Have fun. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Those, those, those are going to be expensive tickets. That's fine. <laughs> it's called tax money. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> or right. The, the old credit card. Yeah. What do you think of uh, What do you think of Stand and Deliver, the card so far? NXT's been quietly pretty good. It is. I liked how The Miz was on there, and I liked how The Miz they didn't have... do anything except what he was there to do. Yep. Apparently, they want a, a Raw superstar on every And then week. Dominic Mysterio's there now, too? Let me tell you. That was a great fucking segment. That oh, got me. Oh, with him, look out of, yeah, with Santos Escobar and Ray? That got yeah. me hot. I wanted to see that. Because you're looking at the future and looking at the past. I wanted to see Escobar and Ray so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope that pays off in some way because, holy shit, that's going to be. Maybe Escobar gets the call up. Banger. He is part of the six man ladder match. Mm-hmm. Him and, uh, against uh, Carmelo Hayes and yeah, some he, people he, that yeah. he announced. And then um, I wonder what they're going to do because the way that they had that backstage promo with um, Cameron Grimes, he's kind of at wit's end. He doesn't know what to do, mm-hmm. you know, sort of thing. So I'm curious to see where they go there. But I mean, I like how they basically like Braun Breaker was so mad he got kicked out, but then he came back. <laughs> he got kicked out and then he, he came back. Yeah. He didn't even fight anybody. No, he like he knocked the door down. Like, right. and then he they're got like, yeah, we're going to send you home. But I mean, this is interesting because. Do they call him up? Oh, I don't know. There were talks about it, and now it's either and now Champa's going up. Yeah, because he he's facing Tony D'Angelo. I like that. That'll, that'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be a good match. Um, you know, I, the ladder match I think will probably steal the show. Yeah, I mean Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo is Hayes is in it. Yeah, so I, I think he retains. Again, I don't think I, he loses. Again. If he loses, he goes right up to the main event picture. Yeah, he does for sure. He deserves to. Yeah. Braun um, Breaker versus so, Carmelo Hayes. So maybe Hayes. this is his out because Carmelo hasn't taken a loss like that. So when we talk about AJ Styles. And then his, his boy Trick Williams oh, my boy Trick. Him. Holy shit. I love him. I love I Trick. I fucking love this guy. Trick's hilarious. Must watch I love Trick. 
I think I think the triple threat tag match is going to steal the show mm. with Imperium and, and MSK and the Creed brothers. But back to – I just want to say something about Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, you put in the same category as Finn Balor and AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. Universal talent that can get people over the right way. <sighs> Dolph, Ziggler, work Dolph Ziggler has been there for this long for a reason. Yeah. And that reason is to put people over and to do his job the right way. So he's going to do his job the right way, and he's going to hold that NXT title belt until Stan and deliver, and he's going to lose that title belt to Braun Breaker because Braun Breaker is going to get a bigger eye on him in a bigger arena mm-hmm. and a bigger in a bigger aspect. WrestleMania weekend, right? WrestleMania- I'm curious if those fans are going to go. There's a lot of people who are going to buy tickets for Stan and deliver and then drive to Jerry's World for Mania three hours later. Literally three hours, I think, is the difference between that. So it starts crazy. at 12 o'clock on Saturday. At their time? So 1 o'clock our time. 1 o'clock our time. So Mania's got to start at, what, 6? Yeah. Right? So, Pre-show, yeah. All right, so maybe a couple extra hours, but whoever's got that ticket's going to have a long day. But it's yeah. something I would do because you might as well just imagine, do it, right? imagine having tickets for SmackDown, Hall of Fame, NXT, Mania, Mania. There Raw. was somebody who does. And I want to hear from him. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you how tired you are. If how many Red Bulls did you take? If you're listening to this podcast and you're going to WrestleMania this year, please reach out to us. And yeah, let us know what you're doing. Because apparently they canceled access. They did? And they gave that people sucks. their money back, but they're doing the Superstore. Well, you see, you weren't there. You didn't see how big the Superstore was in New Orleans. That was a movie, man. It was cool. Because of access was attached to it. Yeah, I mean, so, I bet you access got canceled because of... Uh, covid maybe uh, in in texas i don't know I would, why, why would you cancel access for, that, that's like a money maker for them yeah no stand deliver i mean the worst the worst match in stand deliver is going to be cora jade who's fucking greener than green can be yeah and and raquel raquel's out for four to six weeks so which I, is kind of weird yeah maybe she's legitimately hurt i don't know but I mean, Cora G does not come across to she's me as being an longer, NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, she's she's out past the date of Stand and Deliver. You know, sometimes they try yeah. to coordinate the two. Um, so that's know. like that's like Bobby Lashley. Yeah, because in the back of my mind, I said to myself, if Cody Rhodes is not at Mania, Bobby Lashley, it could be Bobby Lashley because right there is a story. Bobby Seth Rollins cost Bobby the title mm-hmm. technically. Could have said he was the one who hurt him. Yeah. You so, know? I mean, an easy way to get Seth Rollins a match at Mania would be against Bobby Lashley. But Bobby Lashley's going to be out past WrestleMania. Yeah. So that's why they'd bring Cody Rhodes, maybe. Yeah. But and, Oh, and you know what? One thing we didn't even talk about, you know, we started on a somber note. There's another somber note. What happened to Big E? I don't yeah. think, as a wrestling fan, I, my my... The, that was bad. My stomach has ever turned over so much. Yeah. Watching that Thank God live, he doesn't need surgery. Yeah. And that's the part. Did Bill, you watch the other angle on it? There's another angle yeah, that a fan took. Terrible. It's bad. Either way, you look at it, horrible. Rich Holland hurt Gargano, right? Remember that bad spot that he put on Gargano mm. in NXT? Mm. I don't know if you remember that. Like when he, right when he first started? Yeah, and then and remember then, he got hurt. And then bad. he hurt himself. Yeah. And then he breaks breaks Big E's neck. Yeah. And Butch, and, we even talk about Butch. Oh, Let's oh. talk about it now. You Who know, cares? I hope that I was going to ask you because you like to bathe in it. I think any, it's hilarious. If are you there ask any me. patents or whatever that you see no. for the name? Because sometimes that's where they go. Well, I mean, Butch. You see it before the person gets an Yeah. Seamus did say, you know him as one name, but we know him as another. Yeah. Butch. 
So I I don't know if there's anything there, you know. When, when, Obviously when, they didn't give a shit when they changed Walter's name to Gunther. Yeah, when 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 the camera panned to Pete Dunne and that face that he was making, that face looked le- legit like he was sad. sad. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um I shouldn't say that. I mean, I'm not Pete Dunne. I mean, Butch. he's probably making a lot of money, but I mean, he's like 27, 28. They, they years were old. supposed to. So the match at Mania was supposed to be the New, New Day, Day against them. them in a six man tag. Yeah, kind of like a low key. Uh, what what were um, what was Sheamus a part of? The League of Nations. Yeah. So I mean, Rich Holland. I don't think you're gonna see at Mania. I mean, it might be Butch and Sheamus. I Sheamus and Butch actually have a funny ring <laughs> to it, kind of like a. Deuce and Domino yeah. and uh, what was it? Billy and uh, Billy and Chuck. Billy and Chuck. I don't. Again, I don't know. I'm not a wrestler. I don't know. I don't know who's to blame. But was it? There's no heat on him. I heard Ridge Holland. There was reported. There's no heat on Ridge Holland backstage. It's just saying it's just a an accident. An accident. My head was down when I watched it. I was looking at my phone. Christine called it. She's like, whoa, what, look what just happened. I said, what are you talking he about? He fell on the crown of his head. Yeah. And I knew it instantly. He didn't move. He didn't Michael move. Michael Cole stood up and pointed to the referee. The referee, the girl, Jessica, I forgot her last name. Uh, Jessica Carr. Jessica Carr. She hit the button on her belt. She hit, she she wears something on her belt that hits a button. That's an emergency button. They don't throw an X up? No. They, they hit the button. Good for them. And that's why they wear the earpiece, too. Got it. So the button was on her belt. And Michael Cole stood up and pointed, and so did Pat McAfee. Yeah. And if you look at Pete Dunne, he didn't move. Like, he froze. He stopped what he was doing. And the I, Pete Dunne, knowing that he had a spot to do in the match at some point, if the Basically match went perfectly. Basically worked around a almost 300-pound man on the floor. Had to work around it. And all you can see is there was no way the camera was going no. to miss the fans pointing and looking away mm-hmm. to something else. He had to sell a beat down. And in his mind, he's like, this is wrong. This is wrong. Yeah. My and, name is Butch. And, and Xavier Woods came back in a live event, so he'll be back on TV yes. on Friday. He was supposed to be coming back. So, obviously, what we're going to see on Friday is we're going to see the New Day get the revenge on Butch and Sheamus, probably. So, we'll see a tag match, in my opinion, with the New Day yeah. and them. So, I mean, you know, prayers at the Big E. It's, it's, it's awesome that he yeah. gave a little... Big E, take as much time as you need, even though they said four to six, four months. SummerSlam. Take eight. Yeah. Like, I I don't, like, it's your neck, dude. Like, yeah. Although, any mortal man like you and me would have probably died or been completely paraplegic. Yeah. But, but, but when he's built like a stunt plug where he has no neck, that's the worst that happened. Yeah. But he fell on the crown of his head. And the way he just... Two vertebrae he broke, too. Yeah, only. The way he fell stiff and flat... He could have been paralyzed. My stomach dropped like I was on like a roller coaster at Six Flags. Yeah. And I jumped up out of my seat, and I put my hands on my head like this, and I said, oh, my God. And my wife was like, what happened? I said, I don't know how to describe it, but Biggie, I know he's hurt. Yeah. And he fell on his head, and I rewound it and showed her, and she's like, he probably broke his neck. Yeah. Again, yeah. I mean, as much shit as I talk about the New Day. And when they came back to commercial, they had a long pan-out view, and then they put the graphic up. Oh, progressive sponsor, blah, blah, blah. You can see him being stretchered out through yeah. the graphic if you pay close enough attention. Yeah, he put a thumbs up, and yeah. it's nice that he put up a video. And, like, you know, as much as I don't like the New Day, you know, I, I, I I'm not a – 
you know, a black soul. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a bad person like that. I mean, obviously... Well, he's definitely the whitest guy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I really care about, you know, the wrestlers and the performers. So, I mean, you know, I hope Big E comes back. Um, I mean, I've had sympathy for him since he lost the title. Um, so, I mean, you know, I really hope he does come back safe and better than ever. Yeah. Um, I just hope that when he does come back that they do a better job of portraying him in a good character. And I mean, but, I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, things like this knock whatever many years off of his career. I mean, if we have only got a little bit more time now with him. I mean, I mean if you look at wrestlers with neck injuries, Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, Daniel hey, Bryan. Hey, they all came Edge, back at some point. They but, all came back. Yeah, and, right? and they, they were in worse shape than Big E technically was because, I mean, Big E was built like a brick shit house. All those other guys, other than maybe Stone Cold and Angle, Although Angle's a little bit worse for wear because his injuries were lingering from years and years mm-hmm. ago. Um, you know, Biggie could come away with this, you know, on top for sure. Yeah. And I think the way everything panned out, he already did. But the rehab's going to be tough. Um, he's not going to be doing those dives outside of the ring anytime <laughs> soon like he likes to do. So, you no. know, his moveset's going to have to change a little bit. But, um, you know, thankful that he's able just re- to... Just rest up, big man. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're listening out there, which I hope you are, rest up. You, and, des- uh, you deserve you the deserve time. It. Yeah. And, and everything will be good. Did you watch AEW last night? The only thing I watch on purpose is I wanted to see the end match. With Thunder I wanted Rosa. to see Thunder Rosa versus Again, DMD. Obviously, she the was The only thing win. I turned she into. She was going to win, obviously. Yeah, Hometown. it's in San Antonio. The way she came out, I mean, come on. They're not WWE where they bury you in your hometown. Did you see Jericho's promo? Or did you hear about it? Uh, the Jericho whatever society. The, Jer- the Jericho Some- Appreciation, Appreciation Society. Something but about did you, being the a whole sports promo. entertainer. Somehow yes. he changed a character again, and now he's a sports His entertainer. His new gimmick is a sports entertainer. What's going? Can, fill me in what's going on there, because I only know bits and pieces of it. Yeah, so basically... What's the bigger picture? Basically, there? he turned on the inner circle. Yeah. And his own group. He's like, got, he, he just he, made 2.0 go back to their real names. Their I real guess, names. Which not, were kind of similar to whatever yeah, their names were now. Uh, one guy, their names I think First name Gabriel was good, last and name. Matt. Yeah. yeah, they changed the last name. Basically, they're known as their real names, even though Chris Jericho Jericho's not his real last I name. I know. Right. Um, but basically, the promo was just talking about how... His dad you know, was a, uh, played for the Rangers. Yeah, his dad was a hockey player. Yeah. Basically, the promo was just, you know, Go the, Rangers. the the sports entertainers back and all that stuff. And, right. you know, it's funny because he is the it's, it's the complete opposite of what AEW stands for. Mm-hmm. AEW stands for the wrestling. So he's portraying that and going against the grain, which is kind of smart because the, you're differing yourself. And the fans are eating it up. Yeah. I mean, Chris Jericho is going to be a huge heel. I mean, Chris Jericho, again, heel or face, you're getting cheered. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, He's crossed that line. Yeah, we saw MJF make his triumphant return, which we all knew was going to happen. Uh, Costing Warlow the match. Yep. We saw the Hardys debut. They're Big ha- pop for them. They're the Hardy men. They're not the same anymore. Yeah. They're just old and fucking washed. The story of Daniel Bryan and uh, and John Moxley uh, being a dominant tag team that's starting. As you can hear my dog bark in the background. He's excited. Um, I mean AEW was good. It was okay. I mean, opening six-man match, Jurassic Express and Paige against uh, Cole and Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Just to tell the story of uh, Paige and, and Cole, they're going to have another rematch, in my opinion. It was okay. But, I mean, like, the whole... Now, I posted this last night on our Instagram. And I, and, um, I wonder if anybody commented. I know Anthony Ferretti did. Do, do you really need the blood? 
Yeah, you did post that. Yeah. Like no, if so I'm if I'm AEW I didn't watch the let me cut you real quick. I I knew the match was going on because I was on Twitter and there oh it's like oh fuck I, yeah. I can't believe it. I knew it would main event. It deserved to be the main event. And I, I stopped what I was watching and I threw it on the TV and they were already bloody and you posted it. I said it out loud. And I was like, "Really? They're both bleeding already?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "What the hell? Every time with these two." Um, not, it's not just these two. Oh, it's just it's, in general, it, it's every but, time in general for a big marquee match. Yeah, on AEW. there's always blood, and they've got a, a huge track record there as of recently, also. Yeah. Um, so that automatically was like, "What the fuck? They're already bleeding." So I, I was already kind of turned off by it, but I was still gonna watch it because I, I wanted to see how she was gonna win. Then here come the thumbtacks. Yeah. And I love some thumbtacks. Which was a th- callback to their last match. Correct. But you got to feel for the referees. Like, they're just barehanded going through. Aubrey Edwards, they're going yeah. through it, too. Yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch. And then here come Aubrey Edwards. I'm like, of course this bitch is going to be involved. <laughs> I'm like, uh, the Earl Hebner of AEW has got to be involved in this match in some way. It's but the it's, changing of the guard. But then, like you said to yourself, you've been a, you've been a company for almost three years now. Do you really need... To... And a t-shirt company for about eight months. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really need to... Keep telling the fans that you're different, you're different, you're different. That's not you. Different. You say shit on television. Literally the word shit on television. Yeah, she, uh, you, she uh, Brit th- put her glove on and then gave the middle finger while doing it. And the best reaction I got was from JR, who now just sounds like old man JR who's oh, yelling at people bad. on his grass. He was like, oh, that wasn't called for. <laughs> yeah, he's bad. Like he, JR he doesn't give a shit. Like, nah, you can J- hear it in his tone of voice. JR is Thank only, God for Excalibur. Yeah, JR is only there because he's JR, but honestly, JR is really <laughs> bad at announcing right now. <laughs> yes. I can't laugh because I'm going to hurt myself yeah. from the pain. I'm sorry. But um, he is really bad. Like he's he's like the drunk uncle at the birthday party, like you don't want to talk to. You don't want to talk to, but thank God he's not but, touching your but, younger. But cousin, when you talk you know? to him, it's the best time to talk to him, like at the end of the party, because that's when he's hammered. Yeah, but like <laughs> he's hammered. He already burnt the hot dogs on the grill. Yeah, right? like he or in his case, barbecue. When the opening of Revolution, like the opening when it first started, he goes, he goes, Tony, where are we in Orlando? And Tony's like. <laughs> Yeah, Jr. We're in Orlando. You know what I mean? That's that's what the paper was. I'm like, how drunk are you right now, dude? You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, Jr. is so bad on the microphone. He's only there because he's a legend. Yeah. But again, like back to the whole blood thing. Like, when I was in AC for the, I mean, obviously Texas Deathmatch, you're gonna have blood. But like, even with Moxley and Brian Danielson, their match, there was blood. CM Punk, MJF, yeah, which every is match weird was to blood. See, um, blood on Daniel Bryan. It's, it's just different. Yeah, yeah. When 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 Daniel Bryan faced Hangman Page in the hour long match, there was blood. It's like Cody Rhodes and are they hard weighing, or this is just like you know? I think well, blade job. some capsules. Uh, I know the CM oh, yeah, the, the CM, CM Punk, Punk MJF was blood capsule on Dynamite two weeks ago. Right, but, two weeks ago, like more blood, more blood, more blood. But it's like, do do you really need the blood? To get the message across that you're different, I don't think you need to. Mm-hmm. I think that the wrestling speaks for itself. You know what I mean? It should speak for itself. Yeah, because you're already different yourself because you're not entertainment, right. quote unquote. 
you care more about the wrestling, right? They put the focus so much on the tag team division that it's kind of, in my opinion, kind of taken away from the singles division. Because if you really think about it, now you look at the Hardy Boys, who are now a tag team. You took two of your top singles guys, and Brian Danielson and, and, yeah. and John Moxie. You're now moving, they're a you're moving the focus of where you want it to be, where it should Everybody, always be around your main championship. Everybody's becoming a trio, a duo, or a stable. Like, did Chris Jericho really have to go from a five-man group in the inner circle to breaking that up? Now you have a group of Pride and Powerful and Eddie Kingston. Now you have the Jericho Appreciation Society, which is another five-man group. Now you're going to have... You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're pairing everybody up to, like, global takeover when you really don't need it. You just need to focus on what you're good at. But you know what? They've all... You know, they're good with wrestling and one-on-one. That's it. Yeah. They've always, from the beginning show, always been about the faction, the group. Yeah. The, this, the, all these many people being involved. Britt Baker has got what? Uh, Jamie Hayter is her name. And who else with her? Uh, Rebel. Rebel. Yeah. Behind her, and they weren't involved in the match, thank God, but. Um, Which I'm kind of surprised. I was too. Because yeah, Aubrey yeah. just threw herself in that match like it was nothing. Yeah, she yeah, got it. Right? Got Open the thing. Yeah. Get a ref. Um, but, you know, they weren't involved, but they're associated with her. That's three people, technically. You know, they've been part of this culminating feud. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, they've always been built around these big groups of people. And I think that's the only way that they get all this talent on TV. They have to. That's all they're doing. Like, if you look but at... But it doesn't matter. And the Dark Order is, like, 30 people. And then you have the Andrade family office, just six. All right. Just, I mean... I, I, Go ahead. You can let's just list them. You have Death Triangle, which is Pac and Lucha Brothers. The House of Black, which is three people. You have Red Dragon and Cole, which is three people. You have the Elite, which is technically only three people until Cole, until Omega comes back. It's four. You have the Jericho Appreciation Society. You have the Andrade Family Office. You have uh, Royal Eddie at six. Yeah, you have uh, the Stable with uh, with Baker and, and them at seven. Um, trying to think who else i'm sure there's other ones i just really can't think of it right now the well, gun club dark order dark order the gun club which is really three people right you got about 10 yeah let's say yeah, about 12 10 that maybe we're trio slash stables yeah. now the not wwe saying that has it's a, what uh, the bloodline the bloodline uh the new day if you want to consider no, that yeah. i'm just saying bloodline new day you have toxic attraction they're three um, you have Legado del Fantasma, mm-hmm. four. Imperium. Imperium is three. Five. But the way that WWE does it, you want to see more of So AEW gives you too many because there's when once you do that, there's so many moving pieces, it's hard to get involved and pick your focus. WWE almost doesn't have enough of them, but uses them properly they do. when needed to. I, I think there's a caveat there. They, they AEW shoves it down your throat. Just yeah. to get just a- to get everybody on TV. AEW's taking the oh, route plus, of WCW. Yeah. Oh yeah. WCW had the same problem. I call it the cavalry approach. Uh, Every time something happens, there's always a cavalry of people coming to the ring. Right. Last night, uh, Hardy Boys were surrounded by uh, the Andrade family office. Right. So you had five people in the Andrade family office. Who's gonna come and make the save? Darby know? Allen Sting came there down. You go. The week before it was the Hardy Boys for Darby Allen Sting. Right. Someone's getting the beat down. You see the cavalry approach. Mm-hmm. That's what the WCW was all about. Right. Somebody comes. WCW the white appro- horse. Yeah. It yeah. was all. You know what I mean? Um. So the cavalry the cavalry approach is what AEW is doing. 
And what AEW is doing is they just have so many different storylines involved right now that it's so hard to get it across. Because honestly, Rampage, in my opinion, is not turning into the program that they want. Mm -hmm. To me, Rampage is just to put the wrestlers that couldn't make it onto Dynamite onto Rampage. Right. The carryover from... It's turning into like Sunday Night Heat. It's or turning like in, it's turning into into an hour gimmick show. Yeah. So if you look look at look at There's this week's rampage, right? Stuff. You have the you you have Fuego del Sol, who was like the worst singles wrestler, and you have Bear Country, who's like the lowest ranked tag team against the House of Black. Who's gonna win that? Mm-hmm. Then you have Keith Lee against Max Caster. You have a legit Layla Hirsch against Red Velvet. And then you have another match. I oh, what happened with? Match. Um, sorry, because what happened with Chris Statlander? Oh, she's changing her gimmick. Okay, she washed her makeup and away, took, took her eye, eye contacts con- yeah. out. Okay, yeah. Curious what goes. You know what I mean? Oh, and then you have best friends too. Look, there's another. There's another stable. So I mean, um, it's just it's stables, cavalry, group approach. Oh, whatever to, they have going on with. Um, oh, plus you have Pinnacle. There you Pinnacle. go. There's another one. Oh, the Pinnacle's still around. Yeah, you have Sean Spears, technically. Well, and they're also talking about FTR maybe getting a new manager and maybe yeah, Bret Hart. Bret Hart, I've seen that. Whatever. I'm over Bret Hart, to be honest. I think Bret Hart's actually a terrible person. He speaks the truth. I Yeah. I mean, he he, 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 he tells I, yeah, it he, like it is. He does. He does. I, maybe I, that's me. Yeah. I mean, again, he, he tells it like it is. He'll tell you that he got screwed. He'll tell you whatever. He'll he, He's an open book. He is. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. And sometimes it's like, all right, Grandpa, just... I didn't want. I wanted to know. I didn't want to keep know all sipping that. your tea. Right. You know what I mean. But you want me to change your diaper? Sure. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's AEW in a nutshell. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens in AEW. I think most of the focus for us is going to be WrestleMania. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. It doesn't yeah. matter what promotion we're talking about. But I mean, you know, I mean, obviously, everybody else has to kind of follow suit. You yeah. Kind of take. Everyone, a, has, everyone has to fall in line. Yeah. WrestleMania is the king and take a back seat and, uh, for a couple weeks. And this is the king of podcasts. And thank you for tuning into yeah. another episode of Sons of Flip Radio. Oh, and hey, really quick. I, I don't know if you've seen what I tagged our page in, but, um, you know, a, a little kid from Howell who's battling um, leukemia and stuff. They posted that on Asbury Park Press, a wrestling fan. They had uh, Roman Reigns kind of record like let's say a cameo or whatever mm-hmm. like 45 seconds and uh they got him two tickets to mania and, oh, wow. and everything that's great but yeah i tagged our pages this morning i seen it that's great um yeah i thought that was uh really it was on howl happenings that it came across this morning see what wrestling does yeah Re- wrestling i'll tell you will bring everybody together mm-hmm. wrestling is universal Probably more than anything else you can think of. Than any other sport, because remember, wrestling is a sport. Wrestling is a sport. Wrestling's so. always there. Mm-hmm. Ah, there he is. Yeah, his name is uh, Andrew Sirleaf of Howell. He's about he's eight year old, eight years old. He's battled leukemia for over four years. All right. Well, Andrew, this episode's dedicated to you. Yeah. Um, another Howell native. Another Good Howell friend, native. Keep battling, yeah. brother. That's awesome. But, so um, it ended ended on a high note right there. Did, yeah, for sure. So. What's next for us? What's next for us is, you know, more WrestleMania. And again, the the revolving door of professional wrestling, it changes mm. week by week. So obviously tune in next week to a brand new episode of Sons of Flip Radio. Remember, we are available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're available on all aspects of social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, you can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Hey, buy a shirt. Buy a shirt, yeah. Hey, mania time. No better time than to buy a shirt and to wear it and represent yes, wrestling represent. as a whole. Yes, this is, is a great time for wrestling because anywhere, if you're going to WrestleMania, 
anybody who's ever gone multiple times or just even the one time knows that there's so many shows around the area there is. that are always built around that week and weekend itself. This is just always a great time for the business, no matter what. This is a great time to be a wrestling like fan. It doesn't yeah. matter what kind of wrestling you like. Just watch wrestling in general. Yeah, I mean, no there matter what time of the year. Yeah. But um, once again, uh, I am your co-host, $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Always joined the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Hey, yo. We are Sons of Liberty. We are out for today. Peace, love, and wrestling. And in case we didn't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. You're...